Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived Mr. and Mrs. Vinegar. They resided in a vinegar bottle and were quite content. One day, while Mrs. Vinegar was sweeping the floor, an unlucky thump on the side brought the whole house clickety-clatter, clickety-clatter down. How terribly loud it was. She rushed outside and saw her husband coming down the path. Oh, Mr. Vinegar, she cried. We are ruined, for I have knocked the house down. My dear wife, let me have a look and see how we might remedy it. Do not fret. Let us go seek our fortune. There is always another house to be had. Do not worry, Mrs. Vinegar. Mr. Vinegar inspected the damage. The house was quite broken, but the door remained. I shall take the door on my back and we shall set out, he said. So they did. They walked all afternoon and into the evening. When the sun went down and the darkness arrived, they came upon a thick forest. Exhausted from the journey, Mr. Vinegar said to his wife, You shall climb up into the tree and I will follow. Then, together, we will drag the door up. Very good, husband, she replied. And so they did. Once the door was securely in the tree with them, they stretched, yawned, and fell fast asleep. But in the middle of the night, Mr. Vinegar woke with a start. He heard voices coming from below. It was a band of thieves who had stopped to divide their plunder. Mr. Vinegar was horrified, for what would happen if they discovered him and his wife? The tallest thief wore a big hat. He was the one who held the bag of doubloon. Here, Tiny, five pounds for you, he said as he handed the gold coins out. And three for you, Will, he said, and six for you, Jackie boy. Mrs. Vinegar had stayed all the while sleeping soundly. Mr. Vinegar tried to keep calm and not wake her, but it proved too great a task. So great was his terror that he could take it no longer. He trembled and trembled and trembled. So great was his shaking that he lost his grip on the door and dropped it right down onto the thieves' heads. Away they ran. Return they did not. Mr. Vinegar did not care. He stayed in the tree until the sun rose. And when it did, he climbed down and lifted the door. To his surprise, there were several gold coins lying right there on the ground in front of him. Wake up, Mrs. Vinegar, and come down here right away. 
fortune is made, I tell you. It is made, he cried. Mrs. Vinegar climbed down from the tree and could not believe her eyes. They were both so overjoyed, they grabbed one another and danced. Then Mrs. Vinegar stopped and said, Now, dear husband, I shall tell you what we are going to do. You will take this money and go to town and buy us a cow. I shall make butter and cheese and bottle milk and you shall sell it at market. Our life will be quite comfortable now and perhaps we can even find another vinegar bottle and make it our home. A perfect plan, dear wife, he said. And off went Mr Vinegar to town with the money. He walked around town but saw no cows. Then, finally, he came to a farm. There in the meadow was a beautiful golden cow and he knew that was the one. What a sight! If I were to have that cow, I would be the happiest man alive, he thought. He offered its owner the gold coins and the man was happy to oblige. Off went Mr Vinegar with his new prize cow. In the town square, he saw a man playing the bagpipes. There were children dancing all around him, and he appeared to be receiving money from onlookers left and right. What a beautiful instrument, Mr Vinegar thought. If I had it as my own, I should be the happiest man alive, and I should make my fortune with it. So he went up to the musician and said, How lovely your bagpipes are, and what a great deal of money you must make. Most certainly. They are one of a kind, and they make me quite a great deal of money, the musician replied. How I should love to have them as my own, said Mr Vinegar. Now trade them for your cow, good sir, said the musician. Deal, Mr Vinegar exclaimed. And so the bagpipes were his. But Mr Vinegar could not play a single note. And instead of pocketing money, the children followed him, laughing and shouting and hooting. So cold his fingers were, Mr Vinegar thought it time to go home. Just as he was leaving town, he saw a man wearing quite a fine pair of gloves. Oh, how I would be the happiest man alive if I had those gloves, Mr Vinegar thought. He went right up to the man and said, You have quite a pair of gloves there. Yes, the man replied. They are the warmest I have ever had. I should like to have them, good sir, said Mr Vinegar. What do you have to trade them for? Quite a fine instrument you've got there. I'd trade the gloves for the bagpipes, said the man. Deal, cried Mr Vinegar. And so he left town wearing his new gloves. Down the road he went. He suddenly grew quite tired. And it was just then that he noticed a man walking toward him with a good strong stick in his hand. Oh, but if I were to have that stick, I should be the happiest man alive, thought Mr Vinegar. What a rare stick you have there, good sir. So sturdy and steadfast, 
Mr. Vinegar exclaimed. It is just that and more. It has been my companion on many a long journey. But if you fancy it, I would not mind trading it for that nice pair of gloves, said the man. Deal, said Mr. Vinegar. And he gladly made the trade, as his hands were now quite warm, but his legs quite exhausted. Through the forest he went, until he was almost back to where he had left Mrs. Vinegar. Suddenly, a bird began to speak to Mr. Vinegar. What a fool you are, Mr. Vinegar. A fool indeed. For you went to town with a good deal of money and came back with not even a jar of honey. You had the cow, all was set, but not good enough for you, it seemed, for you traded it for the bagpipes which you could not play, then for gloves, and now for a stick, a stick which might be cut from any bush or tree. What a fool you are indeed! Mr. Vinegar realised his mistake. He had not thought about what his wife had told him. He had only thought of himself. What a fool I am! he cried. And he threw the stick into the tree. It stuck there in the trunk. And suddenly, sap began to pour out. It was a maple tree. Syrup! I shall make syrup, he cried, and rushed home. When he found his wife, he saw that she had fixed the bottle in which they lived and was waiting for him to replace the door. How lovely it is to be home and all fixed. How did you manage it, he said. Do not worry. I was able to do it on my own. Where is the cow, dear Mr Vinegar? she asked. Oh, yes, the the cow. Well, you see, I have made a terrible mistake, Mrs Vinegar. I had bought the cow but traded it for bagpipes and when I could not play those and my fingers were frozen, I, I traded them for gloves. Lovely warm gloves and headed back to you. But then my legs were quite tired so I traded the gloves for a walking stick. At the time, when I saw each thing, I thought I would be the happiest man alive to have them. But I was not. I do hope you will forgive me, dear wife, for I have realised what a fool I have been. I am sorry, he said. A fool indeed, husband, she replied. But we have each other. I suppose a stroke of luck found us once. It will find us again. But in the meantime, I suppose we shall go on just as we always have. I accept your apology, but it's dinner you'll make tonight. Indeed I shall, wife, said Mr Vinegar. I should also tell you that we have had more luck, for the tree there yonder has given us the gift of sap. I shall make syrup and sell it in town, enough to buy back that golden cow and more. See to it then, Mr Vinegar, his wife replied. And so he did. The End
now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>